I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. As always, if you like it, please share it. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you for that. And uh, this episode, we're going to give you your previews for the Syracuse Orange football and basketball teams as they head to the Big Apple to play a couple big games. The the Syracuse basketball team will take on UConn in Madison Square Garden at 7 o'clock. And the Syracuse football orange will be in Yankee Stadium to take on Notre Dame this Saturday at 2.30. And we'll give you all the ins and outs of that. But first, we got to hear from my bookie. Listen, if you're betting online, you want a, you want a company that's reputable, you want a company that has an easy-to-use mobile site, you want a company that has great online reviews, I recommend you go to my bookie. okay? They have in-game live betting over-unders on fantasy points scored, the most rewarding player perks in the business. MyBookie is currently slammed with new betters and wants to give you the best possible service that they can. So what they're going to do is if you deposit after 7 p.m. and you deposit $100 or more, they will not only match your deposit of $100 or more, but they will give you an extra $25 if you use the promo code QS25. If you cannot wait till 7 o'clock and you do it beforehand, they will still match you dollar for dollar up to 1000 bucks if you use promo code QS25. Um, that's it. Remember when you're setting up your account to use those promo codes, you play, you win, you get paid. Thank you, my bookie. All right. So, uh, real quick again, before we get started, I guess, uh, heading into, uh, the Yankee stadium game against Notre Dame. Um, we had, uh, let's see, Scoop Bradshaw. He went out last game. And he, there were some questions whether or not he was going to be able to play. A couple, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, um, Melifanu, he pulled a hamstring. He's been out. And uh, when asked on Monday, yesterday, uh, at the press conference, Baber said he hopes to have them both for Notre Dame. Okay, well, that's the best we can do. And we talked about Frank right. Howard. Uh, coach said, you'll know when he's playing because you'll <coughs> see him on the court, basically. So yeah, uh, but Melifonwu, uh, he's a he's a great freshman, and yeah. um, it'll be great to get him back. It's getting a little thin back there. Yeah, it's getting a little thin back there. So I hope a little bit of an injury bug in November here. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving will give us some good uh, 
a little break. Some good health. Yeah. Yeah, something. Um, so, okay. All right. Hey, real quick, too. Remember to get in those reviews. I'm not going to do an iTunes review today. We'll do that again um, in post games. But if you go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating and review. If I read your review on the show, you'll get a cuse crate sent to you. It's got some koozies in it. It's got some decals in it. It's got uh, some other stickers and stuff in it. So all you got to do is take the time to do that. We really appreciate those reviews. They mean a ton if you subscribe and do the reviews. It helps us get recognized on iTunes um, as we, uh, you know, would like to be. Word of mouth is the best, but those reviews really do help when people are searching for a Syracuse sports podcast. So, and remember, yeah. if you haven't listened to episode 95 yet, that was the uh, post games from the past weekend. Uh, it's still relevant. So, all right, Joe. Let's Sean. let's do, let's do uh, let's let's talk some Syracuse basketball first. They're going to be playing first. First, right. yep, Thursday. Um, Thursday, November fifteenth, seven p.m. at Madison Square Garden. 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 <laughs> UConn. UConn. It's not Boston, buddy. <laughs> I, I know, right? Uh, UConn just beat University Missouri, Kansas City, ninety-four to sixty-six, and their senior guard there, uh, Jalen Adams, he had twenty points. Uh, looks like a team on the rise. I don't know. Moorhead State came within 10 of them, and um, we know how they played us. So uh, what can we expect against uh, a newly coached UConn team, Joe? Well, you kind of just said it right there. Um, <laughs> Jalen Adams is pretty much the leading scorer, uh, 6'3 senior. He's pretty much the guy that they're going to go to. Uh, again, you said it's a new coach. Uh, they're guard-oriented. Um, pretty much five out of the eight guys to get a majority of the minutes are guards. So, uh, that's kind of what they do. They've been shooting really, really well, um, from the three and from the two. Um, but again, like I said, they, they start three guards, uh, six, two, six foot and six, three. And then they have a six, eight sophomore, uh, Tyler Polly. And then, uh, 6'10 sophomore Josh Carlton, and uh, he's the biggest guy, uh, pretty much his the rim protector, the biggest guy we have to worry about. Um, we're definitely going to have the height advantage. Uh, and when I looked into some of the Ken Palm numbers um, out of the four teams that are in this tournament, UConn is uh, looked at as the worst team. Uh, Ken Palm has got him at 96 and um, at 86 uh, offense adjusted offense and 107th adjusted defense. So. Uh, this is probably going to be just a, another game, just kind of like Moorhead State, but with better guards and a little bit uh, more height. And it could pose problems if we continue to shoot the way that we've been shooting. But um, right. I'm kind of looking to kind of break that. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I hope. But, I mean, it could be a close game if if uh, if we don't shoot well. Well, well Moorhead more State's defense kept them – in that game, it wasn't like some major blowout. Um, right. I, I can only hope that our defense will be strong enough to uh, to do the same. I think after they gathered themselves a little bit, uh, I think you know we've had kind of a decent little break from Saturday to Thursday. Yeah. You don't get that a lot once basketball season no. starts. So. Uh, but what I worry about most is basically the fact of whether or not they they're going to go come out and press and kind of scheme up the way that Moorhead State did because uh, I know that we don't have a true point guard out here. This is assuming that Frank Howard isn't going to be playing, although right. I do know that he's practicing. But, um, again, 
back, but who knows if it's going to be a situation with Frank where we kind of just ease him in anyway and uh, kind of have a little bit of a minute. Um, Maybe not start him, but sprinkle him in, get him, get him, get try to get the rust knocked off type thing. Or yeah, what? yeah, something like that. But I, I mean, you never, you never know how they're going to handle the situation. They might just wait until he's 100% good to go. But um, like again, I just worry that these are better guards. Um, they're not good at half court defense uh, necessarily. Not to say that they're not going to be successful against us if we don't shoot well. But about is it's the press and them basically with their athleticism trying to press us into turnovers like kind of what Moorhead State did. But if we can um, break their press, limit the turnovers, and just you know just shoot a little bit better than last time and keep our defense that we've been doing uh, going, then we we should be able to to um the, to beat them. The not being, I think it's going to come down to turnovers and mistakes and right and it's in the shooting percentage is how close this is going to be. If not, it could be a nail biter right down to the end. Well, the uh, the turnovers were due to kind of sloppy ball handling. They weren't expecting mm-hmm. that defense to be so scrappy. I think that's one of those things that you can now you you know that was a weak point and you should be able to you should be able to turn that around. So and yeah, um, you got you know a couple more games under your belt. So do you want to let us know what can you tell us a little bit about um, Oregon and um, help me out in Iowa in Iowa yeah yeah uh, it's kind of a similar situation both pretty good teams uh, Iowa they return a majority of their players uh, they can score. Uh, Ken Palm's got them overall at uh, 38th and adjusted offense at 19th, but the defense at 88. And that's kind of been their weakness um, is basically stopping teams from scoring kind of like UConn Um, and Oregon. uh, When I looked at them actually on paper, they kind of look scary. They had a really good recruiting class. Uh, They brought in a a graduate transfer guard to go along with another returning guard. That's their leading school their second leading scorer right now. And um, their main guy, who's probably going to be a one and done, um, he's a true freshman. Uh, you remember Manute Bull? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's got a son. His <laughs> name's Bull. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Bull Bull. Bull Bull? Bull Bull. B-O-L-B-O-L. That's his name. Oh, that's but, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and Oregon's got... Um, Bull Bull. Okay. Yeah, Ken, okay. Ken Palm's got Oregon right now at... Uh, 17th overall with an adjusted offense of 25 and an adjusted defense of 19. And um, I guess this this Bull Bull guy, is he's no joke. They, they do his zone. As, Oregon runs his zone as well. And um, and it's with Bull Bull in the middle of it. I'm pretty sure he's 7-2. And, uh, yeah, 7-2 freshman. And uh, he's averaging 17.5 points and 12 rebounds a game. Obviously, it's small sample size. First two games against uh, some not so good opponents, but they run the right. two three. They 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 have two uh, six nine forwards on the side of him, and then two seasoned uh, guards, and they have a little bit of a bench. So I'd probably look for Oregon to win that game against Iowa. Although it could be close, depending on if Bull Ball stays out of foul trouble. But um, Right now, I, I'm not saying uh, that either team is going to win 100%, but right now I'd say I'd be looking toward a Syracuse-Oregon uh, championship game on Friday night. And that's what I hope for. That's what every Syracuse fan should hope for. But on paper, that's kind of what it's looking like. All right, yeah. I mean, the 2-3 zone 
is probably a more true 2-3 zone than what Bayheim runs. Right, right. But, I mean, Iowa is a good scoring team, uh, but they don't play against the zone like that, especially with that kind of length down there. And this, um, we'll see how serious or how for real this um, Bull Bull kid is. But he was <laughs> he was a McDonald's All-American. He was Jordan Classy. I know you're going to laugh, but, I mean, that's, that's his name. And I, he's, I, I know. he's good, and I know. he's going to be an NBA player probably next year. Yeah, so. absolutely. All right, JoJo, you have anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Is that it? You good? Oh, yes, I'm good. I'm right. good. That's the best thing that we can hope for this All week. Right. Beat UConn and hopefully be able to play against the better opponent in Oregon. Right now they're ranked 13th um, and we're ranked 15th, so they're ranked ahead of us. Uh, and that would be a great uh, little 630 nightcapper game on, on to get our Friday night started. Absolutely. Uh, and we could, if everything goes well, we could be hashtag winning, 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 winning. Everything goes as planned for the rest of the week. Hoping, hoping, so, hoping. Yes. Yeah, Thursday, November 15th, 7 p.m. at Madison Square Garden, the 2K Classic. All right, Joe. The Syracuse Orange football team will head to the Big Apple as well. It's Saturday, November 17th at 2.30 in Yankee Stadium. This game preview brought to you by the folks at J.P. Mulligan's. Look, they're going to open early. They're going to open. Why are they going to open early on Saturday? They normally open at 4. They're going to open at 2. So you can get there, and you can get stooled up, and you can get your uh, you can get your dollar off the bats that they're going to run during the game. And yep. um, they've also got the, the wings. They've also got their um, their happy hour Monday through Friday, 4 to 6. And you go there, enjoy the game with some Q's fans. They're going to open up two hours early for you. So that's really awesome. Big game. Yes, sir. And uh, – if you if you ain't got nowhere else to go, head over there. So tell them Sean and Joe sent you, and you can get uh, get some get some swag. They got some swag over there. So, um, yeah. all right. I mentioned when it was. So Ian Book, uh, he he should be back. I, 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 he's probably most definitely coming back. Um, yeah. Um, he led he led them to ten and zero after six victories in a row. After he started, he came in on the fourth game of the season and took over. And he's killing it. I mean, he led the nation in completion percentage, 74 and a half. And he was six in passing efficiency, 169.96, before his injury uh, two weeks ago, or a week and a half ago. Uh, he's thrown for 1,824 yards, 15 touchdowns with only four interceptions. And he's run for 218 yards and four scores. And all of that in six games. So uh, it's stout. It's, it's, a stout yeah. it's a stout offense. Um, they're averaging 199 yards uh, rushing a game, um, and they're totaling about 453.7 yards a game of offense altogether. They're ranked their total offense is ranked 26 in the nation. So, yeah, to our 97th ranked defense, which allows 430 yards a game on average so far this season. So that's kind of it on paper. But uh, yeah, uh, go, go ahead, Joe. Well, I'm Check looking right at it on paper. Looking it, at it on uh, paper looks uh, it's going to be one hell of a game. I think it's it looks close on paper, it really does. Yeah, it no, it does. And then even when you look back at their their schedule and some of the teams that they played, um, the way that Notre Dame started, I mean, their their uh, quarterback from last year, Brandon Wimbush, he started the first three games, and they were real close. I mean. They only beat with 24-17 Michigan, 24-16 against Ball State, 22-17 against Vanderbilt. 
And uh, he pulled the trigger um, and brought in Ian Book. And ever since then, like you said, he's been highly, highly efficient. Um, looking at some of these these games, there's some teams that have been giving them – I mean, I saw what Notre Dame home game against Pitt. They won 19-14. And we know Ian yeah. Book, he, he sat out this past week and, and when Bush came out and – Crushed Florida he, State. Yeah, they crushed Florida State. I wouldn't. I mean, they ran all over him. Dexter Williams had over 200 yards, which he's going to be a problem too. He's got 770 yards and 10 touchdowns well, this season. They're versatile and they can run it and they can throw it. And they, they can run it and they can throw it. I mean, they got Chase Claypool and they got Miles Boykin out there as receivers, um, and they're very, very capable receivers. And we've talked about earlier about our injuries mainly in the secondary, and uh, you just got to hope that that this isn't the game we've seen in the past. And usually it was quarterback and a bunch of other um, positions, but usually it was after, you know, the first six, seven games, eight games. Uh, and you just hope that it's not one of those things where, you know, we're getting a little better, but you know, now it's the 10th game and maybe, you know, you hope that that wall doesn't fall and you get a bunch of injuries and you just can't keep up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, yeah. And uh, again, um, it's just one of those things where you just got to hope that you put the pressure on them, you know, because uh, they're going to be a tough team and we have to be able to to do all the little intangibles, the little things that we've done uh, without them. Then we're not going to win this game. Uh, but I think if we do win special teams and we win the turnover battle and penalties and stuff like that, the little stuff then I think that we're going to be well entrenched in that game throughout. I don't I don't see them running away with it. Uh, the other thing that we have to talk about that we don't really know also is weather as well um this is going to be an outdoor game in the northeast in the middle of november we know that well you know personally that it's already started to snow <laughs> up there so yeah yeah um, and that's really flurries. doesn't you know bode well with the type of type of offense that we try to run so but again we've been better with our offense and as far as running and our offensive line i feel like is a lot better and we got guys that are willing to get in there and, and get you know, get tough and dirty, you know, when it's not necessarily the best climate. So, well, I know that I know that it is a few days out and um, it's it's not set in stone, but it's supposed to be a high of 47 and sunny. So oh, let's hope that that's that, what it is. Yeah. With uh, with some snow possible on Friday. So hopefully, um, yeah. hopefully, well, dude, it's. It's you know weather. I mean, come on. I mean, weather's not gonna. It never makes up its own mind. So, oh, um, definitely never. And does. here's so I another thing. Not, I just hope it's not a factor. R- right. Well, let's let's hope it just stays away. I can deal with 47. That's fine. That's not even cold, really. That's Notre a, Dame is stout. Well, not when you're playing football, but Notre Dame no. is stout. Their defense is good. Yeah. Well, their offensive line manhandled good. Florida State's defense. I mean. Obviously, last game they crushed him. Um, one thing I was listening to coaches uh, Monday morning or Monday afternoon uh, pre uh, um, what do you want pregame press conference pregame yeah. press conference yeah uh, and Nico brought up a good point. He said, you know, both these teams are going to be in New York, and you know, what are the chances these this crowd that's hanging around for these basketball games maybe you know they might as well. If Syracuse wins, even if they don't win, um, you know, hang around for the for the football game. It's kind of like it's either going to be all or nothing on that, and I hope that they turn out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if if I'm just speculating here, obviously, but if if Syracuse has a bad run in basketball, 
I hope those fans don't pack up and leave. I mean, you got a game right. at Yankee Stadium on Saturday because that game is going to be a killer game. And if they win, right. they're going to be there anyway. Well, the problem is, okay, first off, I mean, to expect that, uh, you know, someone to go to two basketball games than a football, I mean, that's expensive. But either way, if you can, more more power to you. But it's where where he – I think where he's maybe – this is where his head is. I don't want to speak for him. But I would look at it as almost like a worrisome thing because let's say you are a fan, but you only had the money to do one. Yeah, what, what do you do? do? I'd go to and the football game at this point right now. I got to be At honest. this point, I think that we would, but I don't think most fans would. I mean, think about it. Outside, 47 degrees for three or four hours the way that we play. Yeah, and four hours easy. Compared to Madison Square Garden with Syracuse basketball against UConn the last time, know, you know I, I mean? I know, I know. There's so much history there. Inside. <laughs> I know. Like, it's a coin just, toss, but I'm talking like this at this point in the season. I mean, if which, you got children, I know exactly what you're picking. Yeah, you're going indoors on that. Yeah, <laughs> indoors for two hours, not outdoors for four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That's just – Yeah. So – uh, well, and that, and that could hurt, that could hurt it. I hope it doesn't. I hope we get the diehards out there, and I hope that there's enough fans out there that realize that this is just the beginning of the season. And as much as Syracuse basketball is back, and it's the first game against some like a obviously an old rival, good game, whatever. It's the beginning of the season. These games don't mean anything to the Syracuse basketball season. No, they. I mean, I don't. Wanna, don't I don't want to say anything. I mean, they kind of do towards the resumes, but it's not going to be the end all. You know. Uh, and this game, you're talking about Syracuse football. This is probably the biggest game in two decades. So close really? to two you decades. think so? You think close. this is the biggest? A game? lot of people, a lot of people are saying since 2001. And I, I, think, I disagree oh, with I that. I don't think. I mean, you could say the Clemson. You could you could talk about conference games, and that's what Babers talked about with conference. He he kind of downplayed yeah. this game and said, you know, they're not a conference team, so it's just kind of a freebie. Well, but yeah, well, when you look I at it, disagree with that too. When's when's the last time the last. 18, 20 years that we've been this high ranked. We haven't. And now we have a chance to be a number three team. Um, and this, I mean, talk about put you, I mean, we've already. You want, you want one of these rotating bowl games. At this point, when you can smell it and it's in your grasp, you want a New Year's Eve six game. Am I right or wrong? I mean, it's right here. We're in right. the running for it now. If we if we beat Notre Dame, oh, we're almost so, locked so, into something so, like that. So to your argument then, then what's. In the last two decades, what's the most important game that we've had? That's big. That's, what, what's the game that's been more important? Than well, this okay. The mo- this this probably is. We've there, there's more probably riding on this game than there has been in a really long time. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, this is like obviously. I don't know if it's important though. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's a there's a, there's a difference there. There's a lot riding on it, but. I don't know I if think it's like the, the most way that, important the game. way that the way that we're viewed and the respect that we have throughout the media and the country and fans and the other and throughout the other you know the whole country uh-huh. uh, and recruits this is a huge game in New York City um, a chance to possibly bump up into the, I saw, saw some matchups this week where you can have some teams above us lose plus beating maybe a number three team that might push us over the top of some other teams. Um, but you can get solidly uh, in the top 10, even if you lose to Boston college, still in the state top, stay in the top. Well, I mean, probably not top 10, but either way, like I said, it's just one of those things. It's not the most important, I guess, for probably this coach and the players, but as much as like the perspective of this team on the outside looking in and recruits and possibly the future to help, you know, that's that's where what I mean really for most important. 
Yeah, I, I don't believe it's not important either because it's a non-conference game, which was what Coach said. I just, I would. Well, I. Uh, well, I understand what he's saying, I but think, I, I don't. Well, first off, number one, I mean, again, most coaches always talk up the other team. Sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of one of those things, you know. Right. Well, you do that, but you kind of downplay the whole thing, you know, and give you know butter the other team up a little bit, so to speak. And but but he's right as far as I mean, just him doing that. It's it's just basically saying that. You know, like he said, we're playing with house money. Like we yeah. don't really have pressure. I mean, even right. if we were to end up going eight and four, I guess that I mean the last two games would be a disappointment, but it would still be a very successful season in the eyes of Syracuse fan and throughout the country still too. So as far as it being a freebie, I mean it's putting all the pressure on Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame has all the pressure. Yeah. If they lose one game, if they lose they're one game, probably they're not, not going to make yeah. the college football playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're right there as far as, like, I mean, with Ian Book healthy, they Pittsburgh gave him a run at home. You know, in Pittsburgh, I mean, we knew it was a decent, a decent team, obviously. And now they're on the top of the, uh, was it the Coastal Division? Yeah. So um, on the other side, they're probably, they're probably going to be playing Clemson for the ACC Championship. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we can be right there. Yeah, so it's well, going to be an awesome – I mean, I just uh. – Well, here's here's the big question then, Joe. You are 8-2 and two in your MyBookie picks. MyBookie picks brought to us by MyBookie. Remember, if you want to deposit after 7 p.m., use promo code QS25. You put in $100 or more, they'll match you your $100 plus an extra 25 If you want to deposit your money before then, you use promo code QS. They'll match you dollar for dollar, up to 1000 bucks still. And uh, you win, you get paid. That's it for that. So, Joe, on to the MyBookie pick. Now, um, they are now favored by 10. Notre Dame's now favored by 10. Okay. So you're, you're going to this game, Yankee Stadium. You're eight and two, just like the just like the Syracuse football orange Joe, and uh, you gotta lay your money down. Where are you gonna put it? I mean, why wouldn't I put it with everything else that I put it with? <laughs> First off, as a Syracuse fan, I mean, right, what, am I really gonna yeah. take Notre Dame minus ten? Am I really gonna say that? No, I hope not. No, of course not. Well, I gotta not play to devil's the advocate here. Come on. Oh, I know, I know. Syracuse, I mean, if you bet Syracuse this year, you then got, you've made a little you, you bit of money. Paid. Yeah, you got yeah. paid. If you bet the over on wins and if you bet them every week, yeah, you're hey, getting paid. I projected Syracuse at the beginning of the year 7-5, and five, so they've already done that. Yeah, there's Obviously. not too many people that projected them to get eight wins, I'll tell you that. I know it, I know. Well, so, what was the preseason pick was two. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> For wins. some people, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it was some four of the and experts. a half. I think it was four and a half in Vegas, but Okay. I just look at it like as a Syracuse fan, I can't say that. And I, they've been there and I just there's really no reason. This this that, game Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I'm getting excited. No, there's just <laughs> there's just no reason why I wouldn't I wouldn't take that. So that's really all. So this game means a ton to me. Now, uh, my brother-in-law is a huge Notre Dame fan. Well, the, okay. dude, it means it means a ton I, to everybody. You I, know what I mean? But, That's not, but I got go to say that it means oh, a little on, bit more to me in that sense. I got to one-up it because, look, right. this, is, this would be such sweet victory for me. After the beginning of the year, he bet me that Syracuse was going to lose to the Eastern Eastern. Michigan Broncos, whatever. Western. Western Michigan Broncos. Okay. So, and he said, 
at the beginning of the year, Syracuse football. Syracuse is a basketball school. Syracuse is a basketball. Now he calls me today, and he says, and he says, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm a little nervous. I think Syracuse might be the only team left <laughs> on our schedule that can knock us out of the playoffs. So, you know, we got to change our heart here. You know, Syracuse is up in the top. They're ranked 12th now. And he's like, what are they, ranked 17th? I'm like, no, they're ranked 12th. So, uh, and then he didn't believe me. He had to go look it up. So this, no. me, me and him don't argue about sports. We try not to do that because it gets, it can get violent. <laughs> but not, not really, but it gets, it can get nasty. So uh, that's why I don't do that. But. Uh, Dude, I can't stand Notre Dame. Go I, ahead. I know. I can't, I can't either. But. There's other teams I hate more, but this would be so sweet. This would be so sweet for me to 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 have Syracuse win this game. I would just, it would be the biggest win of the season for me, depending on the bowl game. But it could be even bigger than that in some sense. Probably not. I just I can't. I mean, I, mean, I my buddy at work, Eddie. He's a a Georgia fan, and he's been for three weeks. Joe, oh, you guys got to beat Notre Dame. You guys got to beat Notre Dame because <laughs> to him. Notre Dame needs to lose for Georgia to get into the playoffs. Yeah, right. So, yeah. And there's a lot of other fans like that, you know, and the whole thing. And we talk about it all the time, and he gets so just pumped up about it. And he's just like, they're not even at a conference, you know. And I it's know. just – One day we'll talk about because, that, Joe. Huh? One day we'll talk about that. We had a great conversation on the phone about that. Well, dude, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's just really annoying. And we've had to deal with it forever because I was yeah. just talking to him about it. And he talked about that, and he talked about how uh, – you know, it's just he thinks it's <laughs> he thinks that it's just like one of those things where like they're just riding off his, their history. You know, they haven't really done too much. They, I there's that one year a couple of years ago where but yeah, mean, where they got crushed in the national championship game. Yeah, got, but that's his whole point. His whole point is they could they could schedule whoever before they could schedule whoever they basically wanted. And they had right. all their their normal yearly rivals and, yeah, you know, the Navy the and Irish. Army and Boston sure. College. And, yeah, exactly. USC. But. But as long as they went undefeated, they were in the uh, huge game, right. you know, or the college football playoff. And then, like you said, got smoked by Alabama. So, yeah. again, it's just one of those things. I've hated it since the Big East and especially I think the every, ACC. Every, every team needs to be in a conference. I don't care if you got your own TV station or network or whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, you got all that money pouring in and you don't got You don't have to worry about nothing. It's kind of. It's I'll kinda, tell you what, it's they better corrupt, stay yes, relevant me. because if yeah, they end up, exactly. you know, it definitely is, but if they end up being something that's falls off and they're not winning, yeah, and it's not, I mean, if those, if that station loses ratings and is, you know, if they ever hit something where they go on a little lull, yeah, I don't think where they, they are will really, really, the really, station with the network or whatever. What's that? I don't think that'll happen with the network. I think it's fan, the fans will keep that afloat. It's no. whether or not it should be allowed is the thing, in my opinion. But can the NCAA do anything? Would it have uh, can to be they, the they could if they I mean, said the, you have the to be ACC in a conference. The ACC at least stepped up and did something bigger with the big, than the Big East. The ACC came out and they said they had to play four ACC opponents a year. So at least they forced Notre Dame to have to step up and at least and, and face ACC opponents. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I mean, you're, it's a good football team that, you know, you're basically you're allowing them to get the fruits of the lacrosse and all the other sports, sure. the basketball, the women's basketball, the, you know, all the other things. Right. And then when it comes to football, they're like, nah, we're just going to do our own thing over here. You know? And it's like, wait a minute. So, and it doesn't sit well with most fans. No, and, it doesn't. 
So I just hope, and I know there's going to be so many people on the same thing. There's going to (laughs) be, I just hope that our fan base turns out at the stadium, but I know across the nation watching on ESPN too. Yeah. Is it on ESPN? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's on, um, Damn, I it's think on, it's on national It's on the television. Notre Dame network, right? Well, it's Channel 3. Yeah. I'm thinking about the damn basketball yeah, game. Yeah, it's on national either TV, way, yeah. Either way, everyone uh, watching on national TV is going to be cheering against Notre Dame if you're not a Notre Dame fan, so. Yeah, absolutely. I think our I think our I think our um I think our fans will turn out to Yankee Stadium. I think they do. I think a lot of them are residing in that area. A lot of them aren't that far away. They don't have to be in Syracuse. Hell, I send right. I send the Cuse crates. I send them all over the East Coast. So yeah, um, there's fans everywhere, and um, mostly because they can't stand the weather in Syracuse, so they've left and they didn't go back. So right. um, yeah, and hey, look, let's go Cuse, go Cuse, let's go Dude. because we can go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Games. Oh, games yeah. every day. <laughs> and like you were talking about the other day, and that's what I was talking about during the podcast was there's probably going to be a, bunk cl- a butt clinch- clinching moment oh, in every single one yeah, of these exactly. games. That's what I meant to yeah. when I said three days in a row. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to have a Thursday, a Friday, and a Saturday where yeah. most likely it's going to be back to we're gonna be puckered the, card- up. the cardiac cues with basketball yep. and with football. I mean, even if we end up pulling it out against Notre Dame, it's not going to be a blowout. So you're going to hopefully we just don't screw the pooch and give up this opportunity to actually be able to jump into the top 10 and really, really, I mean, just go above and beyond this national recognition that, you know, would only help us. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Pucker up buttercup. That's it. Pucker up. That's all I got. Get ready for Thursday. And hopefully (laughs) dude, this is the thing, bro. Don't ever sing again. Go ahead. Oh, stop it. If, if we lose on Thursday. Yes. If we lose on Thursday, that would suck. Yeah. Do you know what time the game is on Friday? I don't. Consolation game is at 430 and the championship game is on 630. So if we lose, we play at 430 on a Friday. It would be a conflict of – oh, oh, 430 on a Friday would suck for you. I'll be home. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> Nice. That's so, awesome. I, um, I don't. I got my sunglasses on my hat. <laughs> um, let's hope we don't lose against UConn. That would really suck on top of everything yeah, else. Yeah, we got to get that. Yeah. We got to get so, that. So, all right. Thanks to JP Mulligans. Thank you to um, my bookie. Thanks to James on guitar. And thanks to all of you for listening. Help spread the word. We really appreciate it. Uh, let's yes. get Let's get ready for some so a couple days of some freaking Orange action. Let's get it. Let's get pumped. Dude, hopefully three and zero. Hopefully yeah. we, next time we talk, it'll be three and zero, and it'll hopefully. be wild if it well, is. Well, it'll be it'll be more than three and zero by the next time we talk if they win. So I'm talking about the three days. Oh, we we'll go right. three and zero okay. Thursday, yeah. Friday, okay. Saturday. Yeah. We talk okay. on Sunday. Right. Okay. Okay. I got gotcha. you. That's what I'm talking communication. about. Communication. All right. All right. For Joe, yeah. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia. Did you just flip me off and slam a beer? You're hardcore, man. Maybe. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day 
Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 